Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and as always, at this time on a Monday morning, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulos. You'll find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com, and on X using the handle The Kook. Stephen, good morning. Have you always been known as The Kook? I mean, I suppose growing up at high school, you would have been kook or kooky or something. Yeah, yes, all of that. I've been called worse, but the kook's actually quite good because it sort of characterises my approach to economics. You know, don't just have the consensus-hugging view on things. Go out there and (laughs) call it as you see it. And that's how you sort of get an interesting view on the economy because we know the consensus is often wrong. But anyway. So true. Big week coming up, but let's just check in with what happened last week. The big one, of course, was the December quarter CPI. Huge news, and it came in under market expectations, and more important than under market expectations, it was under what the Reserve Bank put in their November 2023 statement on monetary policy. That was the uh, quarter, or the statement, that they revised up their inflation outlook, because remember at the time too, that was when the Gaza-Israel conflict began, escalated, oil price shot to $95 a barrel, there was some fear that inflation was going to be resilient, and the Reserve Bank I don't want to be too critical, but they saw that. We had a strong employment number that particular month. They hiked. Fast forward to the inflation outcome, it came in at 0.6 for the quarter. So if you annualise that, so roughly multiply that by four, uh, you're getting 2.5%. So that momentum down, down, down on the quarterly inflation readings, if it continues, and it probably will, means that we're going to be within the RBA target band during the course of 2024. So that low inflation reading, including on the underlying measures, the trimmed mean measures, are really good news that that inflation problem, well, do we do do a George W. Bush and declare victory? We're almost there. We're almost there. Yes, I mean, just quickly on that, Jerome Powell, the US Federal Chair uh, last week also, same sort of deal, the same situation there, but he didn't declare victory. In fact, he kind of (laughs) pointed out that it's still too high. Uh, He was quite explicit, saying, look, we're really happy with the way the inflation trajectory is going, that it's sort of come down nicely. The economy's definitely been more resilient than they and I think just about every economist thought during 2023. So they're sort of saying that, look, we're pretty happy. The momentum on the monthly reads on the uh, inflation, the core inflation and their uh, household expenditure index, they're all coming down towards the target. And he's sort of saying that, look, we're, we're happy, but we want confirmation, you know, We've all been around long enough to see in economics, occasionally there's a blip, but does it get sustained? The blips can often unwind very quickly. So the US Fed is sort of saying, we want another you know, couple of months at least of confirmation before we're going to cut rates. So he said the next move is probably down. There's no more rate hikes, but not yet. Don't get carried away. Okay, big week this week. We have the Reserve Bank coming out tomorrow with their, reserve, uh, with their interest rate decision, but it's kind of a new world for the Reserve Bank. It is. This is part of the reforms that the government and Michelle Bullock, when she was appointed governor in September last year, agreed to, and that is uh, more transparency, more information, if you like. So on tomorrow, 2.30, Sydney time, they will announce the interest rate decision, and it's an overwhelming consensus. They're on hold. They're, they're going to be, well, looks, they, they, yeah, they'll be happy with that inflation outcome. They're not ready to cut either. They're not going to hike. So that's the easy call. What they say will be important, but what's also happening? They'll be releasing simultaneously their quarterly statement on monetary policy, which is that fabulous 60, 70, 80 pages of analysis of the economy, which we all love to pour over. Uh, And also, really importantly, she's giving a press conference. So there's a chance to ask her about her 
call on rates in November last year, what she's seeing now, you know, how confident is she that that inflation read that we saw uh, last week is going to be confirmed in the following quarter. So it's one of these ones where, hooray, you know, the US has been doing this for quite a while, but here in Australia, we've now got this situation where every meeting, the governor will front the press and they'll not to grill it. It's not this sort of gotcha sort of game. It's not like politics. It's to sort of dig into what she's really thinking about the economy. It'll be interesting because we'll get to know the Governor of the Reserve Bank better than we have traditionally. Philip Lowe was a more of a reserve chap. We probably didn't know him so well. Um, Glenn Stevens was even more reserved. <laughs> Ian McFarlane was a little more out there. Michelle Bullock's Michelle Bullock is, is more of a kind of uh, upfront person, I think. You know, she'll say it as she sees it and it'll be interesting. Uh, she's already given a couple of uh, speeches where she's had Q&A sessions uh, since she's become governor. And, yes, her – how can I describe it? Her selling of the message is really good. You know, uh, it's not necessarily whether we agree or disagree with it, but the thinking that the RBA has is really transparent with her. The, the, the conversation about – well, even things as obscure as the use of cash, you know, let alone what's happening to the economy, inflation yep. – interest rates, you know, when you ask her a question, she'll answer it and she'll sort of outline the sort of pros and cons rather than the sort of, oh, go back to Alan Greenspan, you know, if you can understand what I'm saying, I must have misspoken. <laughs> um, yeah, so she actually tried <laughs> to put put, put the um, context into sort of everyday language and that's a really good thing because that transparency issue was something that the RBA probably lost the plot a bit in the last few years anyway. Uh, when's the next meeting after this one and the fact that, because I think it's a longer gap, isn't it? And does that make a difference when they're thinking about interest rates? It, it, it may. The next one is on the 17th of March, coincidentally just a day or two before the next Fed, and then the one after that's the 7th of May. Now, the way that these are timed are to be approximately, you know, 10 days after key events, and those key events are the quarterly CPI, obviously, and the quarterly GDP numbers because they used to meet the day before GDP numbers came out. So that would have been a bit of a problem. So in the uh, 17th of March meeting, they'll have had the GDP numbers come out you know, roughly uh, 10 days before. Probably not going to do anything yet because they don't have that inflation picture. But the 7th of May is where everyone's getting a little excited now because they'll have the March quarter uh, inflation numbers. They'll know what the Fed's doing a little more. And of course, we still get the monthly run of labour force and retail sales and these sorts of things. So they'll have a lot more information. So the current betting, if we can call it that, is May's a 50-50 proposition. End of June, yeah, that could well be the one that they deliver. So it's work in progress. There's no more rate hikes. I think we're pretty confident about that. And now all the speculation that we'll be chatting about for the next few weeks and the next few months is when's that first rate cut coming? Yeah, it's going to be a pretty, it's going to be an exciting week. We're going to see a Reserve Bank with personality. Oh my gosh, we haven't seen that for a long while. I know. Won't, won't it be good? And I think the press are, are keen to do it because the press are like, you know, they're keen to sort of uh, draw out the the discussion because you know in the olden days, like last year, you'd see this statement come out and the you know the really beautifully written press release or statement on monetary policy. There was something that you wanted to ask about. And you couldn't. Yeah. Now we can. Yeah, well, good luck to Michelle Bullock. When she fronts the media tomorrow, Stephen, have a great week. Thank you, Sean. See you. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on X using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 